Hi, family. <clears throat> so first he talked, you know, we talked about you need to be, you need to be transformation, become someone different than who you are today to get to where you want to go tomorrow. Um, but the second thing that has been key, this actually probably should have been the first thing. No, I guess I we had a think first so. Thing. No, because oh, you right. have to be the different person. But I, like, I get emotional. She's going to, and you're going to have to talk because I'll get emotional when, you get, when we talk about this. You have to make a commitment to change who you are today so that you can be the person that has the success. Everybody got that, right? When it comes to family, for me, and maybe you're all wrong, actually, I'll, I'll, you guys, and you can hurt my feelings. When things are not great at home, I'm not the greatest leader. Anybody else? I'm it. I'm the only one. We have one brave soul. Okay, there. Okay. Thank you. So, so I, I, like, I'm just telling you the way it is. When, when I am not good with Shannon, I walk into the office, and I'm just not at level 10. And listen, if I'm, high, if I'm leading five people, I can get away with it. I can fake it until you make it. Um. But I'm not leading five people, and I don't want to lead five people. And you guys are going to hear me put, I'm going to lay down the gauntlet later this afternoon, right? And I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm going to accomplish. <laughs> and so I have to be a different person then. Family was it. Like, I want to be the greatest husband on the planet. I want my wife to just smile when I walk in a room. I want her to think that I'm kind of sexy. Is that bad? <laughs> right? I think you're... But I want her to... I want, I, I, I want her respect and admiration, okay? I want my kids to go, that's my daddy, right? I want to leave a legacy that was not left for me. I want things to be different. I think that is leadership at home. And so for us, family... Whew. Well, I think... Are you gonna, so it starts with a vision for your marriage and... We didn't have anyone that sat us down before we got married and had a baby and started a company and like 11 months probably, we just checked all the boxes, but no one sat us down and said, what do you expect from your marriage? Because I had a whole lot of expectations, a lot. I expected to feel safe so I could be vulnerable. I expected that he would treat me like a queen. I expected to have him be my cheerleader. I expected that we would have this amazing uh, connected relationship. We could talk about anything and without judgment and... And I'd understand it all. All of it. <laughs> a lot of expectations. But when you don't have a clear vision and you're not communicating... He had a, I mean, you want to talk about your expectations of me... No, no, I'm good. <laughs> you don't, you're going to have unmet expectations. I wasn't communicating that with him. So what happens? Unmet expectations. Anyone take a wild guess? Yes. Start what happens with an R. You aim the gun at nothing. Resentment. You hit it, yeah. A whole heck of a lot of resentment and anger and hurt and feeling, feeling my feelings and not really caring at all about his. But here's the thing about those expectations. Not only do you got to communicate them, but you have to be that for your spouse that you want them, you expect them to be for you. So if I expected him to be a safe place for me to come and be vulnerable with what was going on with me and the fear that I had of my infants, like, am I the only one that was petrified when they brought a child into this world because I was a disaster? No. I was so nervous. Time to go home. 
Right. I know. I'm like, what? I just spent nine months going to all these classes to get the baby out. And now all you do is just jimmy that car seat and say, you're good to go. It's, it's connected. But I had to also be the place where he could come and tell me, babe, I'm so scared about this this new venture, this acquisition. I'm so scared about this agent who left to go to another company and be a place for him to be safe, to say those, to be vulnerable. I had to be a person that was full of joy if I expected him to to be joyful for me. I had to be joyful. Um, that's That's a leading indicator too, by the way, joy in your business, in your marriage, in your relationship with your kids. If you walk down the hall of your office and see joy, those people are sticking around. In your marriage, if I, if I walk in and I see his eyes light up, the joy... I'm sticking around. I'm sticking, sticking around anyway, though. Just well, no, but it's, it's, a, it's a leading indicator of, of, a healthy, of a healthy marriage. So from joy to pain, there's a song about that, I think, but... Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not put myself in trouble. This is where I need you men. Ready? Okay? Less is better, right? Um, these are hard conversations. Okay? Again, we're talking about leadership. We're talking about leadership at home first. If I can have a great family, I'm now prepared to go into the world and be a great leader. Hard conversations are part of that, right? She touched on them a little bit. But hard conversations are definitely part of them. That, that may be the conversation. Um, so I, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a hard charger outside the house. I'm not that way at home. Like, I want peace. Does that make sense? Does anybody? Like, I want my home to be comfortable. Um, I want to come in and I want to... I don't know. I, maybe I want to be babied a little bit. Maybe my mother did something wrong to me. I'm sure she did. <clears throat> 100, right? Um, but I, I want to come. I just, I just want it nurturing. And I, and I, and, but if I, if I can't, so if there's a problem, if, there, if there's a challenge in the room, if something's going on in the relationship with the kids or whatever, right, I'm typically going to just not say anything about it. And I just pile that shit away, right? And it grows. It's the big boogeyman that sits back. It's really bad. Bad leadership, right? So having hard conversations would be saying, hey, baby, so you could do this for me. Being afraid that, hey, the, the answer might not be what I'm looking for. Does it make sense? Yeah, and delivery is key, gentlemen. I will just say that for all the ladies here in this room. Delivery I'm, I'm is key. Yeah. <laughs> Sister. Yeah, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Crabs. So crabs in your marriage, a lot of that, those are super low-hanging fruit to, that, um, to, to name, to call out would be those girlfriends that go out to have a glass of wine and they husband bash or the husbands that go out with their guys for, for a beer after golfing and they talk about their wives and my husband always does, my wife never. And here's the thing about always and never, those absolute statements they're never truthful, and they're always harmful. Period. End of story. So it'd be easy to say, okay, I'm going to stop hanging out with those friends, but I have a challenge for you, all of you, ladies and gentlemen. The next time, and this just happened to me a couple months ago, while I was with the girls um, for our monthly, we have a monthly girls' night, and they were one of them started complaining about her husband, then the next one, 
then the next one. And as I stood there, rather than get in a, getting uncomfortable and walking away, which I normally would do, um, I said, you know, Todd frustrates the hell out of me sometimes, but I'm so grateful that he worked so hard. I'm so grateful that he helps me with the kids and has been picking them up from school or taking them to practices because I've been working more. I'm so grateful that he does the dishes every time I cook and he leaves the kitchen cleaner than any cleaning lady that I could hire. I'm so grateful. And so that I challenge you to do that next time because it'll do one of two things. Either they'll just scatter and you'll make them feel weird and that's fine. Or what happened this, this instance, they all started then talking about how they were grateful for their husbands. So I was able to ignite that. And that felt really good, I got to say. Because it's real easy to pick out something that I don't like about him or I'm frustrated with or annoyed with. The way he breathes at night sometimes when he sleeps. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I mean, that doesn't seem that hard to, to just say all those nice things about me. I mean, it's kind of easy. I know. I mean, I could go on, but I'm pretty sure right. that we got to wrap things up. Yeah. But there's also the crabs that might not be so obvious. And I also had one of those in my life who was a good friend. But then I'd get, you know, the, the, the hard times that we would go through when he was traveling every week. And I'd get those little comments. Oh, my husband could travel more. But, and we'd make more money. But he just doesn't want to be away from our family. Oh, I love you. <laughs> and I'm like, man, Todd must not love our family as much. You know, I let her get in my head up in here. And what do you call it? I, call, I let her rent space. Rent space. I had Deep to, seats, baby. I had to evict that friend because she kept making these little backhanded comments like that, and it was not good for my marriage. And she was a good friend, heart for God, in, um, actually invited us to the church that we still go to this, to this day. But that was all about her. That had nothing to do with me. And she was not putting into me what I, what I needed a friend to put in, what I was want, wanting to put into her. So I had to evict that crap. And, and that's an awesome story. So hopefully if you have somebody in your life that you're, you're feeling that, now I want to tell you what it feels like on the other side. Okay? Because I am watching it happen. And if he would have told me to evict her, I totally would have listened to him the first time. Never. Like, I would have been, I would have been the Antichrist, right? It would have been over, right? So all I could do was have a, a, an uncomfortable conversations, right? Hey, listen, you're allowing that person to... That's why she said, made the comment about the, the rent. I'm like, she's renting space, and you're giving it to her for free. Like, you're giving her the space for free, and it's having a negative impact, they, they come in all shapes and forms. Like I, I, I mentioned the, the reality television thing. Like I think that, that stuff is just an easy way. Oh, I'm just watching television. It's not that big of a deal. It's a big deal if you want to be a high-performing leader. 